Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast was created to help open your awareness to the truth of who you are, a limitless being. You are worthy and deserving of an abundant and prosperous life. It's time to peel back the false beliefs and remember who you are, light and love. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Again, that's heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 327. Today's guest and I talk all the things, but most importantly, we talk about the importance of taking inspired action rather than the trying and efforting to make things happen. Welcome to today's interview. I've brought on Ken Attard. Ken, welcome. Hi, super excited to be here, Heather. Please give the listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? Where do I live and what do I do? Oh, there's a lot of things I do. Where do I live? I, right now, I am based in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea on the island of Malta and have been for the last 41 years. Um, but I was born in Canada, um, as my accent uh, might, um, uh, people might tell by the accent. Um, uh, so the accent remained there. A lot of people ask me, and a lot of, a lot of people ask me, you know, they say, so, so how long have you been here? And I was like, I've been here for 41 years. And they go, you still have the accent? I'm like, yeah, it's still there. I, you know, I, I was 14 when I left Canada. My parents are both Maltese. Um, yeah, so that's basically where I am based at this point in time. What do I do? I am a mindset consultant. Um, I help frustrated entrepreneurs to adapt and pivot their business. Um, uh, I've created a, a proprietary ARC method. Um, which allows them to have more time freedom. Um, And um, uh, I've been delving in personal development now for a good 15, about 17, 18 years, I think now. Um, uh, And it's just been, it's just, it's it's, it's a core part of my life. It's something, it's a passion I have. Um, uh, It's a part of my life every single day. And I I make sure that it is. And uh, there's so much to learn. And and I just don't, there's just things to get unveiled every single day. And I, you know, one of my passions now is in the entrepreneurial world is to shatter the belief that, you know, an entrepreneur, you know, an entrepreneur's life needs to be a continuous struggle and, you know, and continuous suffering. And, and, and that's one of my biggest passions in life. So that's where I'm at right now. Well, and I'm excited to dive in. And for those listening, even if you're not an entrepreneur, there is this very, glorified message that you have to struggle in life. And I just, I want to help debunk that, but let's rewind it a little bit. So what is, well, wait, no, I want to start here first with personal development. That's something I've been into. I mean, honestly, since I can remember, I grew up watching Oprah and Dr. Phil and learning about gratitude and psychology. And I've always been curious and then reading books and, you know, the personal development gamut. And for me, it's about it is a lifestyle and building that mindset muscle. And so it, it comes for me, it comes down to being intentional. And I think so many of us are seeking change in our life. And so we're seeking outside of us in the personal development realm. So I'd love for you to touch on that. Well, absolutely. Like anything else, I mean, personal development, sometimes, you know, 
I think people can make things a lot grander than, than they really need to be. You know, even when it comes to personal development, when it comes to spirituality, um, you know, we can, it, it's not personal development. The way I look at it is this, that I do my best every day to, to, to use a bit of a cliche so that today I'm a better version of myself than I was yesterday. Now, one of the things that is really important when it comes to personal development, and I think is, is and it's actually one of, one of the pillars of, of, of what I love to teach is, is awareness. Mm. And what do I mean by this? So with personal development, you know, if you are unaware that, you know, that the color, that, that uh, if I'm showing you a blue color and no one has taught you or no one has ever taught you that that is blue, you can't say and look at it and say, okay, that's blue. You can only say that's blue when someone has actually taught you and shown you what blue is. Now, funnily enough, and if someone at a very early age pointed to a red color and told you that's blue, there's a very good chance that you would have said, okay, you, you, you would think that that is blue and that gets ingrained. And this happens to a lot of people as well. So they have their, their beliefs that, um, that things have to be a certain way. Now, when it comes to personal development, we start to become aware of certain things. We go through a learning process. We start to learn uh, about our thinking process. I'm amazed at, at how much or how many people really are unaware that they actually have a thought process. I was first blown away with personal development. I started personal development and delving the person in it at a fairly older age. I mean, I would have loved to have been delving in personal development when I was 15, 16, 17, I was almost 40 when I started. So, but what blew me away when I started to read books, listen to speakers, you know, and, and, and start to learn these things about how our mind works. I was amazed that I was like, how come no one teaches this stuff in school? Right. I was like, how come? Like, it's, it's so vital. It's so, it like, if, if my thoughts have a direct effect on the results and the experiences I'm having in my life, how come no one ever taught me that thought process? Mm-hmm. And I was like, just, it just, I just went, I literally went, I need to get this word out. And I just started listening. I was enjoying myself and, and, you know, and I said, you know what, uh, I think this is something that I can do. And at that time in my life, I was actually actually involved in a in a network marketing company at that point in time, which exposed me to personal development, like so many people. And and you know, I started to speak in front of people in sort of small groups and then larger groups. And and I just said, this is something I really enjoy. I had a passion for it. And I said, you know, I can do this pretty good too. And I was having an effect. And to this day, it's amazing. I've been out of that business for years and sometimes I meet people who were involved at that time and they go you know what Ken you know we're not involved or anything like that at this point in time said but you know we learned so much during that time that they just took it forward with them in their life so this is where I I believe personal development can play such a, a really really important role in anybody's life and like anything else it's practice it's consistent practice you don't just you know pick up a book and all of a sudden you know, you're this, I don't know, you know, wisdom teacher or guru or whatever it is. It's, it's practice like anything else. And that's why it becomes a daily practice. So then it just becomes habitual over time. 
Is there one teacher or book or practice that you've gone back to since you've been studying this nearly 20 years? Is there something that just really resonates that anchors you the most? Oh, wow. There's so many good teachers out there. Yeah. And um, something that anchors me the most, I'd say there's a number of things. There's a number of people. There's, um, there's something called A Course in Miracles, which has had a, a, a profound effect on my life. And, and I don't even know I, I, how to describe this. Is, 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 it's just a whole different way of, of looking at things. But if I were to go into the personal development world as well, people who have had huge influences on me are Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, Abraham Hicks, Esther Hicks. Um, I'd say Dr. David Hawkins as well has had a, had a, had a huge influence on me as well. And very early on as well, although stuff is very, still very, very, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um, uh, oh, wow. You've got people like Jack Canfield. You've got uh, Deepak Chopra. And um, there's, there's just so many great teachers out there. But, you know, when I, I'll be honest with you, part of my daily practice, I'd say almost every single day is, um, is, is Abraham Hicks, Esther Hicks. I'll, I'll potentially listen. To a clip or something from there, and and usually um, some sort of guided meditation that I, I love. I love to use Joe Dispenza's guided meditations. Although I've started to look into a few others as well, because I think it's a really great way to be able to transform our, our beliefs and, and 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 tap into an energy that um, can actually give us what we truly want. Well, I think the point is we're all on our own journey. And so there isn't one teacher that is going to get you there. I, I study many that you've just listed, but I think we all resonate with messages from each, but we're all headed in one direction, right? To find that end destination, whatever our truth is. That, yes. Yet, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to mention something here as well, because okay. people get caught up in that destination. Mm, you're right. Yeah. People get caught up in that destination. You just don't arrive at that destination one fine day and go, I made it. It doesn't happen that way. Because, and, and this, is, this is the part that's so, it's so vital. It's so important. And, and you start to appreciate like I, I love to tell people, and I'll give them a, a, real, a real simple tip here, to start your day with some gratitude. Very simple. It is not rocket science. So just, just, just before you've, even before you've gotten out of bed, you might have just, just arising, and you just start with some gratitude. And it could be simply, thank you. Thank you for the bed that you've just slept in. Thank you for the pillow that you have. You know, thank you for the food you have in the refrigerator, the fact that you have running water, that you have, you know, a, a bathroom you can use. Just these simple things, thankful for another day. And, and what, it, what this does is, very simply, you know, as you, as you align with gratitude, you're, starting, you're setting the intention for the day. See, what a lot of people don't realize when it comes to your thought process is, you know, 90% of the thoughts you had yesterday, you will have again today. Now, if the thoughts that you are having are unresourceful thoughts, 
oh, well, you know, I need to pay those bills. I need to, you know, I need to take care of this. I need to take care of that. I got to get to work. And, you know, I don't know if I'm going to have a job next week. And all of these things, all of these things that are aligned with fear. If you start your day off with that, you're literally tapping into that frequency of fear. Yeah. So, and lack you know, it, and scarcity and... All of those things, they all come, you basically have two, two categories. You have fear and love and everything underneath uh, that falls underneath. So you have fear and all those things that fall underneath them, the lack, the, all that stuff. And then you have love. Now, if I started my day off, you know, coming from a place of fear and I'm, right away, I started about thinking, that's why I tell people to start with gratitude, even before you've gotten out of bed. So you don't let yourself get into a, a beta consciousness, it's, which is, which is, you know, for me to talk to you right now, I need to be in this beta consciousness. I want you to still, you'll be with a slower wavelength, not to get into too much detail, but in a slower wavelength so that you're not thinking about all of those things right away. And when you start with gratitude, so you align with that so that you set the intentions for the day, because as you start with gratitude, in simple terms, the universe, the universe just opens the doors and says, Hey, Ken, you know, you started the day with gratitude. We really want to thank you for that. So we're going to give you more circumstances, more situations, more opportunities that are aligned with gratitude. A really simple thing, really interesting that I was taught many years ago by one of my phenomenal mentors. And it's actually my first cousin. I was so blessed by that is, you know, even when you, you're walking down the street and there's a coin on the, on the ground and you see the coin, you know, a lot of people will just, you know, if it's it's 10 cents, it's a dime, you know, they'll just possibly just shoot it out of the way, say, you know, this is going to change my life, nothing like that. But what if you picked up that coin and showed immense gratitude and said, thank you. The universe is literally throwing money at you. And I just go want ahead, to share, go ahead. I, I have to share this. So I always pick up coins. I am, I, a penny, a dime, I don't care. And so a lot of times, especially walking my dog and this happened just a few days ago, I did, I found a dime and I picked it up and I was like, woo, we got paid 10 cents to walk today. But that yeah, has absolutely, been awareness absolutely. and choice and. Yeah, but a lot of people won't even be aware of that. So it's, yeah. it's literally, it's sort of like the universe giving you a sign. Listen, it's okay. You will be provided for, yeah. you know, and you, and you thank the universe for that. Now you can pass it on too. You can say, okay, I'm going to put this back down again and maybe someone else will pick it up. That needs it more than I do, for instance, for instance, or you can just keep it. I love to keep them too. And I just throw them in a jar and I go, Hey, all right, we're doing good today. You know, there's two today or whatever it is, right? And so it's, it's aligning with that frequency because essentially we are aligning with those three frequencies. So when you start the day like that, it can make a huge, huge difference. You know, some people will get out of bed and something will happen that's, you know, they might, they might stub their toe and they go, okay, it's going to be one of those days. Well, you've just paved the way for it to be one of those days. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it sounds so simple, but it really is. This is the thing that is absolutely magnificent. But if you don't know, you don't know. So, you know, your thoughts, it's amazing. Research is showing now that even the language we speak, the words we use affect the thoughts we have. Even the words we use affect the thoughts we have. And our thoughts essentially create an emotion. Now, a lot of people think it's the other way around. I'm not feeling good. And now I'm having bad thoughts. 
It doesn't work that way. It's the thought that comes first creates the emotion. Now that emotion is really essential. Why? Because that can be a great guidance for you because as you feel emotion, if the emotion doesn't feel good, well, there's some sort of thought that's going on that is creating that not good feeling emotion. Now, if I carry on with that, the emotion then creates that it leads you to the actions and the behaviors that you carry out. And then those lead to the results and the experiences that you're having. 100%. So real quick, this is something I talk about often. It's the thought cycle. And so I, mine is very simplified, just four pieces. Thoughts create your emotions, the actions or inactions that you take, ultimately your results. And so I always talk about and how you were talking love and fear. If you currently don't have the money, the relationships, whatever it is in life that it's not going well, well, that's your end result. So go back to where it began which is your thoughts. Absolutely. And that's exactly it. And what's really important there as well is that you need to look at those results and experiences that you're having in your life. And be honest with yourself. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, here's a question. So I came across um, a quote or a meme the other day, and it was the, the principle that you cannot change your current situation with the same mindset that created it. So how can you, even if, even if you become aware that you don't have the results you want, if you can't change a situation with the same mindset that created it, how are you going to get different results? If, do you know what I mean? Well, that, well, this is, this is where you need to change them. This is where the mindset comes in because, because like I said, so 90% of the thoughts you had yesterday, you're going to have again today. So if we're looking at the results and the experiences, and, and, and first step is to be honest with yourself mm-hmm. and to look at the results, because some people will look at the results and say, no, 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 it's okay. And they're just, they're just really not being honest with themselves. They, they need to be, this is a, it's a very important step to be honest where you are right now and where you are right now is okay. It's where you're meant to be right now. That is Okay. But if you want to say, you know what, I'm, yeah. So I, you know what, I'm really not happy with the financial situation I'm in. I'm looking at it and I'm saying, listen, this is, this is not the the financial situation I want to be in. And like you said, you need to go back to those thoughts. The thing is this though, some of those thoughts are unconscious programs that are running. Right. Whether you like it or not, we're, programmed by your parents, by your grandparents, by the people you were surrounded by, potentially by some of your teachers. Because as children, we are, we are in that, you know, so I mentioned that slower brainwave when we wake up. As children, until we're seven, we're actually in that slower brainwave all the time. So we're literally, as children, you're literally watching and observing and learning. So if I've had a, a, and again, parents, you know, they have the best of intentions most of the time. And they've learned what they learned from their parents. Right. Right. So if, if, if essentially I've been told forever that, you know, it's really hard to earn your money, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, you know, you know, don't expect, you know, whatever it is. And, and I've constantly been bombarded with that. Now I have a belief that it's really hard to earn your money. 
Or here's a question where, especially in the States, we're conditioned. You go to college, you get a degree, you climb the corporate ladder, you can only make money doing that. And there's so many entrepreneurs because we want this time and financial freedom, but so many entrepreneurs get so stuck in this vicious cycle of, of working seven days a week. They never leave their business. So there's no freedom. I, I call it, I call it ticking the boxes. Mm. <laughs> right. So, you know, you graduate from high school and from there, whatever, and then you, you're on to call it, like you're saying, just ticking the boxes because that's the norm. Yeah. It's the norm. It's what's expected of you. Normal. And then, you know, and then you, it's sort of like, and then you get, you know, and you have a girlfriend and or a boyfriend and then you get married and then you have children and then, which are all wonderful things if that's what you want, if you truly want those things. Yeah. And like you said, what happens though, is a lot of people find themselves in this, in this cycle, in, uh, on this wheel, just going around and around and around, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, and, and, you know, like you said, it, it, if we were going to talk about entrepreneurs, for instance, and it could be anybody, it doesn't have to be an entrepreneur, but for instance, entrepreneurs, a lot of them want to get into business for themselves. You know, think about why you got into business for yourself, Heather. You know, what were the reasons why you got into business for yourself? For the most part, a lot of entrepreneurs will say, well, I wanted to get into business myself because I wanted to have my own business. I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to be able to have potential to make as much money as I wanted to make which ultimately means that you wanted freedom. Yes. And then I asked them, so, you know, how's it going? And then you find out that they're working 15, 16, 17, 20 hour days and not temporarily years on end. Mm -hmm. Well, it's incongruent. It's incongruent with the values you set out and started off with. And now, your enthusiasm, your excitement for getting up for the business, it's wavering. Because when you are, when you are making decisions that are incongruent with your values, this causes stress. And now I'm no longer enjoying my business. I'm just doing the business for the sake of doing the business. I'm no longer excited about it. You know, when an entrepreneur starts off in their business, or even in a new job, if we want to talk about someone starting a new job, they're all excited, you know, it's, it's, a new, it's you know, and, and, and think about what got you excited about that. And if it's no longer exciting, you need to look back. And this is like anything. This is like relationships. Yeah. You know, what got you excited? What made you fall in love with that lady? What made you fall in love with that man? But so, so many people get into the habitual that now they forgot why they fell in love. And all they can see is the bad. And the more you see the bad, the, the more, more you create bad. of it. Yeah. Okay. So no matter what area of life we're in, if you find yourself in this habitual pattern of stress and happiness, how do you change it? So you, so, so a lot of stuff for us to change our beliefs. Now a belief, all a belief is, is a thought that's been thought over and over and over and over and over. Like we said, with parents potentially telling us, you, you know, a parent telling a child, you're good for nothing, you're good for nothing, you're good for nothing, you're good for nothing. At some point in time, they're going to believe it. Yeah. Or you can achieve anything you want. You can achieve anything you want. You can achieve anything you want. At some point in time, they will believe it. That will be a resourceful program, which we can keep. But if you need to look at a program that is unresourceful, you know, and again, that's all a belief is, is a thought that's thought over. We need to change those beliefs. And to change those beliefs, because 
in the subconscious, those are programs running. Those are automatic programs running. So have you, I like to use the example, have you ever, I don't know, you're driving home from work and you normally take the same route every day from work, driving home from work every day. But on one particular day, you know that you need to pick up some groceries. You need to stop. If you stay focused, the front part of the brain, the conscious part of the brain, if you stay focused, you will go to the grocery shop, pick up the groceries that you need to pick up and go home. But if you, for some reason, start to think about something else and get unfocused, the chances are, and I've done this many a time, I just go, you just, you'll just go straight home. And then you get home and then all of a sudden you go, oh man, I needed to stop at the grocery store to pick those up. Why did I go? It's like it went home automatically on its own. On its own. That's because the unconscious programs took over. You weren't even thinking about it. And this is what happens. And we need to get into those unconscious, unconscious programs and change those. And that's why meditation is so phenomenal. That is why, you know, you have audio programs that can tap into frequencies that can help you. Subliminal messages can help you to change those, those programs so that now the programs you have running are going to be more resourceful. But question, because I, and I've heard both and I, so I've heard, you know, the people that preach, you need to go back and find that earliest memory and, and and figure it out. And I'm like, I disagree. Cause then you're going to go sit in those old emotions and, and continue re uh, continue programming that. So instead, can you, is it spiritual bypassing to just forget about it? Or can you start today brand new, fresh and choose again, which is it? There, there may be, there could potentially be some, some issues that one might want to look at and take care of because they've just been suppressing them and they might want to. But for the most part, the way I like to work is this, listen, we're here today. Yeah. Where is it you would like to go? It's and what can we do today to get you going that, in, that, in that direction? Here's a metaphor I really like. And I, and I heard this recently, you know, our rear view mirror is so much smaller than the size of our windshield. And that's on purpose because we, we need to have that forward focus. It's like, stop looking in the rear view mirror. And what about the whole dispenser talks about this time? And is time is an illusion. There is no Absolutely. past. There is no yesterday. So if that's true, which I do believe it at a very high conscious level, consciousness level, um, if that's all true, then we are wasting our time and energy and focus to go try to dig up. And exactly. And this is why, yeah. And exactly. And, and just because you go to find out what happened in the past and say you find out what happened and why it potentially happened, does that mean that anything's going to change? No, not necessarily, not necessarily. Because you have to take the, the, the there's, there's part of you that has to, to, to make the changes to actually start to move forward. And what you're saying about the time, this is why it's so essential coming back to the destination and the journey is because you only have, we only have this moment. What we said one minute ago is past, it's done. We only have this one moment. And, and, and amazingly, and recently I just wrote something about this is that, you know, every single moment, 
you take every single moment, those moments make up an hour. And those hours make up a day. And those days make up a month. Those months make up a year. And those years make up a lifetime. So if I learn how to be in the moment right now, be present in the moment now, and enjoy every single moment, even when and I'm not saying challenges don't come up. Challenges are going to come up. That's how you're going to grow. That's how you're going to learn. But when, if I can use this, you know, when I can sway through my shit, when I can sway through my challenges and my problems laughing, then that's phenomenal because I'm living in the moment. Okay, we have this. Let's deal with it. How are we going to move forward? And we move on to the next moment and we laugh at it. And, you know, there's another thing that I like to tell people. I said, you know what? In five years time, whatever you're going through right now, you're probably going to look back and you're going to laugh. So why wait? Yeah. Laugh now. Well, it's that whole laughter is the best medicine. It's brilliant. Because it changes everything. It changes, the, it changes the, the, the physiology, which then affects the neurology. And back to your earlier example that you gave is that we have a choice. We can live in fear or love. And as A Course in Miracle teaches, everything in the illusion of fear isn't even real. So the stress and the problems that you're focused on aren't even real. It's not. And it, it takes, it takes, it, it, it absolutely is not. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's really interesting because it, it absolutely is not like everything is, let's say it is an illusion, but to get for people to get to that point, they need to start at, you know, they start one, one piece at a time, one piece at a time, you know, and that's why the awareness is so important. I mean, if, if, if right now someone listening all of a sudden says, you mean what there's, I have a, my thoughts are affecting my results. Holy moly. Like, wow. So you mean, Oh, so now I have control. Like I'm no always. longer a victim yeah. because it's very easy for people to play the victim. Right. It's very easy for me to say, you know what? Cause my boss, you know, does this to me or because my wife did this to me or because my husband did this to me or my brother did this to me, or my mom did this to me 15 years ago. Right. So this is part of people still living in the past. My mom did this. Before, so, you know what? And, and, and then people also have this, you know, what we call complex equivalency. So a equals B. Well, A doesn't always mean necessarily mean B. That's what you've created in your mind. People get caught up in thinking about what they think other people are thinking about them. <laughs> so let me say that again. Yeah. People get caught up in thinking about what they think other people are thinking about them. Huh. So something happened at the office. Someone said something, and then all of a sudden I go, oh, man, they said that because they think that I'm like this, 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 and this. Oh, so they're thinking that. And now I'm going crazy because I'm thinking, oh, my God, they're thinking that. And now I'm going to get, they're going to think this of me, and I'm going to that. And at, but what an actual fact is happening, that other person, they're the center of their own universe. They went home. They're with their family. They're not thinking about you. Yeah. So many people get caught up in that yeah. and get so stuck in that. And it's not reality. It's not the truth. Yeah. And they get stuck in, they get stuck right there and they just don't move forward. So this is where we start to work with the mindset 
and how to think differently so that you can actually take the steps to start moving forward. Okay, so on that note, I want you to debunk this myth that you have to struggle and suffer to move forward. That I have to earn or achieve or I have to go through this painful moment. It, 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 it's, it's simply put is what energy do you want to tap into? What is the belief that you want? So just like Henry Ford had said, you know, whether you decide you can or whether you decide you can't, you're right. And you're right. If you believe that it needs to be a struggle, the thing is this, why do we think it needs to be a struggle? Well, first of all, in, in, in the business world, this is what they teach us for the most part. They teach us that it has to be a struggle. If you're not struggling, you're doing something wrong. Right. So, you know, you start off a business and then, you know, oh, you know what? Don't expect a profit before the, before the first five years, you know, expect to put, you know, many, 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 many hours in that you can't be with your family that, you know, you know, just it, it's, it's going to be everything. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to be putting in your effort and putting in your in your time in your business and all of those things. But those again, as we spoke, those are just beliefs. If you believe it, that's exactly how it's going to be. I like to say, what if it could be fun? What if it could be easy? What if I could tap in? And this is where this is where the mind's, this is where the frequency. What if I could tap into an energy that it was very easy, that I met the right people, that I I I, I made the, the right deals right away, that that you know, that it was just fun, that I didn't have to take so much time. And amazingly. This is where people get this is where people get caught up yeah. because there's again so even in the personal development world if you read most of the books and and or, or even it's mostly entrepreneurial related but business related but you will always see speakers books written you will always hear about taking action it's absolutely vital that you take action you will always hear that what I have come to realize over the years is that it's not about the action. It's about the inspired action. Right. And that's a huge, huge difference because there are many, go ahead, go ahead, Heather. Can you give an example? Cause I think that is very powerful because there, there's a difference between taking action and efforting and trying to make something happen and having that inspired intuitive nudge being pulled in a direction and taking action. Can you give examples? Absolutely. So, so for instance, wouldn't it be, if you, if there was a way for you, so this is why, why meditation, why tapping into this frequency. So we're all vibrating at a frequency. And, and we go in and out of different frequencies. And as one practices over the years, you can tend to stay in a higher frequency. Higher frequency is what we refer to as positive. Lower frequency, slower frequency is what we refer to as negative. But in actual fact, it's just slow and fast, slow and fast. So a faster energy is something that is more aligned with, with, with happiness, with joy, with love, with all of these things. Now, as we tap into these frequencies, that is all that can happen in our life. The circumstances, the situations, the people we meet. If I am at, if I'm always at a frequency of complain, I am going to encounter circumstances, situations in my life that are gonna give me the opportunity to complain. Yes. If I'm tapping into a frequency of lack, of I never have enough, I need to struggle, 
that I'm going to be presented. The universe is very patient and will continue to present you with, because that's what you're asking for, yeah. with more of the, the, the struggle, the lack, the not enough of. If I learn how to, and you can, to tap into the abundance frequency, now, again, the circumstances, the people, the situation. So let's take an, a, a simple example of a, um, a salesperson or someone who needs to make sales in their business. Now, instead of having to contact 100 people to close three, all of a sudden I'm phoning 10 people and closing three because I'm aligned with that energy of the right people at the right time who need exactly what I need rather than the struggle, the effort, because what we, when we are really putting an effort and we're pushing against something, it will push back. But when we're just letting things flow and, 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 and allowing them to happen, it's, it's much more of a flow. There's been many times in business when I see that things aren't flowing and it's becoming complicated, I just let it go and say, listen, this isn't going to work. It's not a match. It's okay yeah. because, and this is another thing that I really want, you know, everybody to understand and entrepreneurs as well. The proverbial pie is not limited. No one is taking a slice of pie away from you. It is unlimited, but so many businesses come from a place of, oh, that's why we need to be doing, 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 because someone's going to take that piece of the pie away from us. When you're coming from an abundance mindset, there's, there's no limit to it. It's never ending. There's enough for everybody. I have to give a real world example of a conversation I literally had yesterday with a, a self-employed entrepreneur businessman. And so he has talked about beliefs and taking actions and everything he has set up in his schedule. But again, this is core value, his belief that he has to make a thousand outbound calls a week. So he was explaining his whole process to me. And I just sat there and I was like, that sounds exhausting. Don't you think that's a hard way about going about it? But for him, it's his truth because it's his belief that he has to do that efforting to get the results he desires. And I'm thinking there's just an easier way. And, and so if he, if he, and again, it's, if it works for him, it works for him. And yeah. no one's going to, but if he learned to say, so I actually sell people, stop, not go, stop, oh. take time. Take quiet time. Oh. Why? Why is this so profound? When you learn this one thing, it is so profound. Because when you stop and take quiet time, now quiet time means, you know, you don't have children around you. You don't have your wife. You don't have your husband. You don't have all those distractions. No, no, you know, notifications coming in that you got to get, got to get to right away. No, you know, none of those notifications, nothing, just quiet time for yourself. Either completely quiet or potentially you could have, like I said, a guided meditation. Because when you take that quiet time, that is where you tap in to that omnipotent energy yes. where there's everything you want. Everything is there. All the, all the, all the the sales that you want to make, all the health that you want, 
all the relationships that you want, they're all there. And what happens when you take that quiet time, that's where the inspiration comes. Because all of a sudden, an idea pops into your head. The idea popped into your head because you were quiet enough to allow it to come in. And then you go, oh, I should call so-and-so. And you make one phone call and you close an amazing deal. It didn't take a thousand. The thing that is, the, the, the thing about this though is, and I wrote these words, and I swear to God, they're in front of me. I wrote them down today, is, I wrote them down today, is, staying quiet is underrated, underestimated, and underutilized. Wow. Those, because if you knew, really and truly had an unwavering belief that if you spent 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and by the time you start to understand it, you go, I just want to do this because it's amazing. But if you spent 10 minutes quiet time every single day and it started to have a profound effect so that you are inspired, wouldn't you do it? But most people underrate it. Yeah. And then because they underrate it, they just, they, they underestimate it. Not, what are you talking about, Ken? You know, you got it. You got, what are you talking about? You got to take action. It's got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be a struggle. It's, it's got to be, well, that's if you want to believe it. As you start to tap into that energy and start to understand it and it's practice. Like it, for me now it's been, I'll, I'll give you a really, a really cool example. It's happened to me a couple of times. So right now I can't do it, but and because our cafes are, are, are closed at the moment, but I usually work out of a cafe many times. And, and I'll, I'll walk into a cafe at seven in the morning or 7.30 in the morning, depending what time they open. And the first thing I'll do is I'll find a seat and I'll actually do a guided meditation. I don't care where I am. I just put on some earphones, do a guided meditation. So on this particular occasion, and I think it's happened about twice, um, I was doing a guided meditation on abundance. And just, it was about 25 minutes. And at one occasion, I remember I, I, I opened my eyes and, and that. And in the meantime, uh, a friend of mine had walked into the cafe. He noticed I was there, but didn't bother me at the time. And then came over. And he said to me, Ken, he said, by the way, um, I need this, 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 and this. And so it was literally an order. It was just, it was literally, it was literally money coming to me. It was another business I had. It was just literally money coming to me. Like I didn't do anything. It just came to me. And this is the yeah. part that's so cool is that the old way of doing things, and a lot of people don't know this yet. And, and Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this without a doubt. The old way of doing things is going from A to B. And this is the striving, the doing, the going, the going, the going, going from A to B. When you learn how to do this, B comes to A. B comes to you. And I have to highlight that example in the cafe, how quickly it happened. There wasn't a lot of time that elapsed. You did the thing. You got in the high vibe. You're, as Dispensa talks about, you're in the quantum. And literally, he walked up to you and was like, here you go. That's how easy it can be. That's how, that's how yeah. easy it can be. Now, does that happen to me every single day? No. But 
it happens a lot more often than yeah. ever before. And again, it's been, it's been years now where I say every morning, this is, this is my ritual. You know, I do my best to get out in, in, in nature when I can. So I'm very fortunate. I'm, I, I live on an island, so I can be very close to the sea. So I can get close to the sea very quickly. And, and, and I just, you know, maybe a walk and just resonate mm-hmm. with, with nature. Nature is, you know, just very high frequency there. And just do that on a regular basis and consistency. And, and that's another thing that is really important is consistency. I can guarantee you and anybody who's listening, whenever you've had success in your life, if you look back, I can guarantee you that there was something that you were doing consistently. So consistency is, is absolutely vital. So a question for you to kind of wrap up the interview. I, I want to know, we've talked about a lot of different stuff today, but what is one key takeaway you want listeners to get? One key takeaway that I want listeners to get. The one thing that I would love everybody to get, in all honesty, is don't take life too seriously. And make sure that you're laughing a lot, lot more every single day. Make it a point to laugh every single day. And when you get to the point, when you get to the point that you can really just laugh at yourself for some of the stuff that maybe you've done or whatever it may be, that's phenomenal. And just really and truly, if that was one thing that I would say, you really don't need to take life too seriously. Enjoy the moments. Enjoy every single moment because that is essentially all you have. So many people get caught up in thinking, oh, you know what? I'll do that then. And, uh, you know, and when the time is right, I'll do that. And, and at that time, I'll do that. You don't know how much time you have. You don't. We think we do, especially when we're younger. We don't know. So enjoy every single moment. That, that, that's one thing I enjoy every moment and, and just laugh. I love that for sure. Okay. I have a few rapid fire questions for you. Sure. What is a quote or motto that you live by? Laugh a lot, lot more. I love that. And I really, you know what? And I even find myself, I can be pretty serious at times. I think I'm pretty funny, but um, I, I don't always find humor in others. And so I've purposely gotten like just be lighter even if they I love when somebody else tells a joke and it makes them laugh so hard even if I don't get it or I don't but the fact that they're laughing so hard it's like oh that's what we're here it's amazing yeah what is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend currently reading I would say well currently reading I continuously read A Course of Miracles but um, one that I would really, there's a couple that I would recommend, but let me go with Ask and It Is Given by, by hey. Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks. Love it. Okay, final question. What advice would you give your younger self? What advice would I give my younger self? It's okay. Everything's going to work out. So the stress and anxiety is not worth it. It's all, it's all going to work out. It's all going to unfold exactly the way it needs to unfold. It's all good. 
I love that. And what a great note to end on. Ken, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, it's, it's my absolute pleasure. And you know what, I, Heather, if I could just, um, for, your, for anybody who's listening, I'd like to offer a gift for them okay. if they want to. Um, I recently um, launched a, a, a no obligation masterclass on the, on the top three secrets um, that are preventing you from adapting and pivoting. And all they have to do is go to adaptandpivotnow.com okay. and they can, they, can, they can watch the masterclass. And you know what, see if something resonates with them, that's fantastic. And they can take it further if they want to. If it doesn't, that's okay. Throw it away. Awesome. And I'll, I'll include that link uh, on the post. So we'll do. Fantastic. I appreciate that. Thanks, Ken. My pleasure. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.